Anime Geeks proudly presents Gag on these balls. The following audio may contain language that isn't suitable for a younger audience. The opinions expressed are solely those of the speakers themselves and may contain spoilers for current sporting events. Grown Geeks makes no claim to ownership of any of the teams, franchises, or various sources discussed. Listener discretion is advised. For today's topics, we'll be covering Eddie George, athlete coach. We'll be covering the disrespect around Justin Fields. Justin Fields, where are you going in the draft? And then we'll cover Deshaun Watson with the information that is out currently. And then we'll cover a top five for NBA jerseys. Unfortunately, we do not have Jeff today as he is very, very busy man. So back to the usual Brent and Tony. Be sure to check out Trendy LED products. Use promo code GROWNINGGEEKS for 25% off. Follow your QR codes respect to page. Without further ado, we have the host with the most, Deshaun of the Dead, Tony, and Brett Tomczak, who just didn't change his name today. Just didn't feel up to it. How are we doing this evening, sir? Because you lazy. You just feel you just feel lazy. Pretty good. Hmm. Uh, it was. It's not a bad. It's not a bad day so far. But um. No, you're it, lazy. How? Well, yeah, whatever. I was preparing for this segment, and do you want to start with the breaking news of Eddie George taking over coaching? Because what college is he taking over? Uh, the former Tennessee Titans slash Ohio State. I know who he played for, which, who's he coaching for? Tennessee State? Tennessee State. Hmm, that is... If your internet held up, you would have heard that. I heard Tennessee State. I, I'm not having any issues on uh, my end right now. So that's fantastic. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, how so, do you feel about the hiring? Uh, <laughs> don't have a problem hiring former athletes to coach the only problem i have is hiring former athletes to coach at major levels so for him starting off at tennessee state i think that's the first job should have been the tennessee titans i think if he played long enough to where he has a good fundamental grasp of the game. And, of course, since especially his running back, that's what I believe he should focus on while at Tennessee State and build his staff around him to help him with the things that he don't know. Like, I really doubt that he knows, you know, the the route schemes of a DB or, a, you know, or a safety. Like, I, I really don't think he can understand that he plays and the setups and what he needs to do to move them, but he might not understand, okay, if they do this, we do this on defense. Because that's totally different than offense. So I think if he builds his staff around him, I think just his name alone is going to bring in better recruits, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Because if I was a running back, I would want to play for someone with name recognition, someone who's done it on that level, and someone who knows their craft the way that he does. 
you don't just get good just because you're, you know, athletically superior. Right. You still have to know some of the ins and outs. Would you rather go? Would I rather go where? It's like, honestly, because Dion got hired also. Honestly, for me, I think Eddie George will will be a better coach than Dion. And that's just because of the way that they approach not taking nothing away from it. I I just think the approach to coaching, if if the kids don't have the skills that you have, you have to adjust to them. And I'm not sure if Dion can do it. I'm, I think Eddie should be able to do it because during his career to help him, he got better and better. Had a breakout year with the, uh, with Tennessee. Did good. So I think he, he should be, you know, a solid coach there for a couple of years. See, see if he can build that program up. Because Eddie George and Dion are the two most notables with zero coaching experience to get – a college football chance, but at the same time, they went to they didn't go to double A, they went to single A college football. So the skill level is different that you'll be attracting, and they can Correct. succeed at the uh, lower level, which is fine. Go from there. It's not like when they hired you know Steve Nash to go coach the Brooklyn Nets. Right. Let, let him build up his experience. Yeah, because there have been or plenty when they of hired Isaiah. Yeah, I was going to say, there have been plenty of successful and unsuccessful coaches, like successful athlete coaches of Pat Riley, Joe Torre, Mike Ditka, Phil Jackson, Lenny Wilkins. But then there's the other side of the coin as well. You get Sammy Baugh, Eddie Matthews, Wayne Gretzky, Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson, Mike Singletary, the list. Kim McHale. Kim, Kim. Oh, yeah. McHale would definitely... Yeah. Art Shell. Art Shell's second stint. <laughs> This is garbage. Because his first stint was bad. Well, I mean, his first stint Even was good, and then the, Ted Williams was a horrible coach. Yeah, Eddie Matthews as well. Mel Ott would also make that list. It's uh, definitely. I'm rooting for him because I like Eddie George the person. Yeah, it was. It's 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 a couple bad coaches out there. Yeah. Eddie George is a good person. I think primetime mm-hmm. will do better if he. I mean, I'm rooting for him and Dion. So. Yeah, it'd be nice to see a lot of these athletes find a good outlet for the football knowledge they have other than you yeah. know, being like a commentator and you know, an analyst or all that. Cause I feel like primetime was uh, destined for more. I feel like Eddie George still has a lot to give back to the game and passing that knowledge on to the next level will be definitely interesting. But while we're discussing the college game, you missed our chat about the Zach Wilson hype episode. And your boy from Georgia, Justin Fields, was talked about at oh length. Oh, my God. I defended your man the best I could. But I feel like you've got some stuff you would like to let the people know and have come off the top of your chest on. Hold on. Keep talking. Let me get, let me get, let me get my, let me get my. Everybody's putting out. Zach Wilson this, Zach Wilson that, like his competition. Yes, I did listen to that podcast. And while our guy did make some good points, what I need to argue with is level of competition. But see, that's why I have a problem with level of competition. 
that's probably one of the most determinative factors. Is uh, I definitely brought up who do you compete against? Yeah, right or wrong? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't care if. So if we're looking at if we're looking at the level of competition that Justin Fields played against, and the level of competition that Zach Wilson played against, whose strength of schedule was tougher? I mean, shit. Just take the this year with the COVID and all that. Justin Fields, they only played six games, and of course, I was one of the ones that hey, Weston, but they they did what they wanted to. They they won it. They won the division. They won the conference. They got into the college football playoffs, and what happened? They beat Clemson. They beat the number one draft pick because Sunshine is going number one. And what did Justin Fields do? He went out on that field, and he proved he was a better quarterback that day. Do I feel that Zach Wilson and BYU could have went on that same field and beat Clemson? Fuck no. Just for one reason. The level of competition at BYU is not the level of, same level of competition at Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State. Yes, you're playing with better players at the bigger schools. Okay? But you're also playing against worse players on defense. Oh, That's what people question. are forgetting. You're, yes, you're. Let's just take Joe Burrow and LSU last year. Phenomenal. They blasted everybody they came across. But people are forgetting they played some pretty good defenses. They just made them look bad. When they played Clemson, Clemson had a solid defense. Top 10 rated, I believe. The problem is, Jamar Chase was the best receiver on the planet by far. In college, football, so yes, yeah. in college, shit, better than some um, NFL receivers. Put it to you like this: Jamar Chase didn't play this year, and he's still a top five product. Which is crazy yeah. to say because no that's other how good got that. That's how good he was. So yes, the level of competition for Ohio State, you got better players on the offensive side of the ball, but your off players have to play against the cream of the crop on defense. So. BYU, let's pull up their schedule. Because their schedule, you could argue that Trey Lance might have had a tougher strength of schedule. And Trey Lance Zach didn't even play. He didn't even play this year. He set out. So I don't even know how he got in the conversation. He didn't even play. I'm pretty sure he got in the conversation because he happened to go to the same school Carson Wentz when, for some reason, oh. he's enamored with Carson Wentz. And I am. So what? I no he didn't even play this year. That. I don't know how he got into a top five conversation. No. I don't know how Mac Jones got in a top five conversation. Because he's the pretty boy at Alabama. Always Alabama quarterbacks always get that, hey, he comes from the program, not knowing that Alabama is a great team. The thing Period. that nobody ever mentions, though, is Mac Jones had that DUI. Everyone's praising this kid for being a class act, but he did it twice. DUI, yes, but you, twice. But, but you Justin Fields, class, perfect personification of class. Don't He don't get on Twitter talking to nobody. He don't get on Facebook talking to nobody. He does his job. But y'all want to, but let, let's talk about Zach Wilson. Last year, played two top 25 schools Coastal Carolina and who was the who, other one? Boise State, a bad Boise State team who finished unranked and they lost to Coastal Carolina. Badly. No, it was, it was like a six point loss. 
it, it wasn't a bad loss. But well, Zach Wilson played bad. Yes. When you when you come to me and you're Justin Fields and you playing against a Northwestern team who's ranked, you beat a Clemson team who was a top ranked at the time, and then you lose to Alabama who was arguably the best team in football, in college football. Not arguably, but they Zach, won. But Zach Wilson is out here dropping 50 on Louisiana Tech, Texas State, Western Kentucky, North Alabama, who's even not even a, a mid-major. How can I be impressed by that resume compared to Justin Fields' resume, who people forget why, when he was at Georgia and he played in those rare games that Kirby admitted he regretted he should have switched from Jake Fromm to Justin Fields. When Justin Fields got on the field, he produced at Georgia against SEC teams. All of them. Everyone he got in. He either had a rushing touchdown or a passing touchdown. He produced. He go to SEC State. teams, the best against teams in the nation. Anyone who believes the SEC is not the cream of the crop in college football is nuts. You're a delusion. And don't just say it's just Alabama because it's not. There are at least five teams deep every year to be yeah. ranked within the top 15. So, yes. So, and I was telling people, you know, the joke was going around, who's going to be this year's Josh, Josh Rosen out of the five quarterbacks. And everybody was like, Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson. I said, no, Zach Wilson doesn't. Josh Rosen, in my opinion, is better than Zach Wilson coming out of college. Zach Wilson reminds me of Colt Brennan from Hawaii. When he was setting all these records, had the number one offense in college football in the WAC. But he had the number one offense. And people was like, yeah, oh, look at this offense. Nobody can hit, nobody can stop him. Averaging 50 points a game in the WAC. Western going undefeated. Athletic Conference. Going undefeated in the WAC. Going undefeated in the WAC doesn't hold as much weight as going undefeated in the ACC, the SEC, or the Big Ten. Because Boise not. State went undefeated in the whack for years, and then they started playing some elite teams. Now they're they pretty much passed. average. Now let, let now let's let's remind people of what happened to Colt Brennan in his I got his stats in his 2007 season, senior season, fourteen thousand yards passing, nine yards per attempt. Uh, that this is for his career, 131 touchdowns. 42 interceptions with a 167 passer rate for his career. Which is impressive. Stat-wise. The last, now, they also played Louisiana Tech. I said that, right? I said that with your boy, right? Yep, Zach Wilson. Mm. They also played Charleston Southern, which is on the same level as North Alabama. They also played two ranked teams. Boise State, who they beat, and Georgia who blew their doors off. And people forget, this was the year that Georgia and Alabama met in the SEC title game, and everybody's saying this was a national title game because the winner had to play an undefeated Notre Dame team. Yeah, because Notre Dame's always soft when it comes to championship time. And we already know what Alabama did to Notre Dame in that game. Wasn't that the year of Manti Teo's fake girlfriend? Yes, that was. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Colt Brennan. Now, number four, Georgia. Number one offense in the land. Number one. 
They lost 42 to 12. And he didn't even play half the fourth quarter. His backup got those points for him. They, he got three points starting. Because Georgia, Georgia probably had more fingers by then. <laughs> Georgia had more yards after the catch than Hawaii did. Total yards for that game, 306 for Hawaii, 334 for Georgia. Hmm. That's Zach Wilson. Those are his numbers. No, I'm not impressed with the guy from BYU jumping over a guy from Ohio State. I don't care what history Ohio State quarterbacks have in the NFL. We're talking about what he did in college. And by the way, he's from Georgia, played at Georgia. He's technically a Georgia quarterback. He just didn't get his chance because dumbass Kirby let him go. So, no. There's only one quarterback I can argue is better than Justin Fields in this draft, and that's Trevor Lawrence. That's the only one you can argue. Nobody else. Nobody. I had the exact same takeaway because I wasn't high on Justin Fields until we got to the game against Clemson. He was on the same field, the same time, same place as the number one consensus overall picks for the last last three years. And was going toe-to-toe. Not toe-to-toe. He was head and shoulders above in my eyes watching. Well, it also they, they planned for they planned for Trevor. They knew what they had to do for him and they executed it. Justin did what he had to do on his side of the ball. Because they played for both these quarterbacks. One executed, the other one was having a little bit of a struggle. Trevor Lawrence didn't have a bad game, but Justin Fields was like I I think Trevor was looking past Ohio State. I honestly think they looked past Ohio State. They they was looking forward to Alabama for the rematch of the rematch. I would have loved to see a rematch of the rematch, but at the same time, we see how that would have gone. Bama still would have stomped that ass. Nah, they would have stomped. So... With that in mind, I'm going to pose a question to you. What you got? No tape has happened since that ch- that championship game, correct? Uh, no, I think he had his work. No, he only had two teams go to his workout or going to his workout, I think. He's had no run-ins with the law? None. Has he done or said anything on social media that would hurt his draft stock? then why is this man falling when clearly his talent level is number two in this draft? Because he's the nice guy that don't cause trouble. Literally, you got him behind a guy who didn't play this year and a guy who played at BYU who came out of nowhere. I'm, I'm, as a football fan last year, did you hear anything about Zach Wilson? I didn't hear about Zach Wilson until the draft time started. I was like, who, who the fuck is this where, guy? Yeah, where did he come from? I was like, Zach, Zach who? Where did he come from? BYU. When the year what? ended, he was listed as a second-round talent, third-round talent best. So was Mac Jones. Mac Jones is a second, third, and now he's rumored to be a late first. I'm like, how did all this happen? Mac Jones is supposed to be taken with a third overall pick. That's not happening. No, that's, that is bull. Like, that's if those two quarterbacks are taking over Justin Fields – those GMs and executives need to be fired. Let me tell you something. N- let me tell you something. If Justin Fields is there at four, even though we don't need a quarterback, I wouldn't be mad. A Georgia boy I'd, coming home? I'd be upset because we need defense because our defense is garbage and trash and shit. But I wouldn't be mad if we had him because Matt Ryan got two years left at the most. And that's I wouldn't if the mind O-line him. is good. If the O-line's bad, you could just, just be one done. Nah, we, yeah, we need a tackle and a center now. So <laughs> and maybe a guard. <laughs> nah, nah. 
But no, he he should be the second quarterback off the board. Easily. Like if Easily. I am sitting there in New York, I need a proven winner. Now, I will say that I would rank uh, Zach Wilson over Mac Jones. Yeah, that's easy because Mac Jones is an Alabama quarterback. What Alabama and quarterback has honestly, done anything that I care about in the, in the Honestly, league? I can't rate I can't rank Trey Lance anywhere because I never heard of him at North Dakota State. He didn't play last year. A quarterback sitting out a year is different than a wide receiver sitting out a year. You quarterback, you need those reps. You need to be able to prove year in, you're, year out, you are the guy, not just you so, show up for one year and you're just a flash in the pan. We've had plenty of flashes in the pans of the league. We just don't care about them. If anymore. I had to rate them, it would be Trevor Lawrence 1, Justin Fields 1A, because I think it's just that close between the two. Then I'll say Zach Wilson and Mac Jones. And I can't rate, I can't rank Trey Lance. I can't. In my mind, I'd have Kellen Mond higher than Trey Lance, and Kellen Mond higher than Mac Jones. But that's I wouldn't I wouldn't put Mond higher than Mac just because Mond is more mobile and bigger. But I just think Mac has the better NFL ready arm. Better NFL ready he, arm, but at the same he, time, Kellen Mond Kellen Mond did more with less. I tell you what, let's put it like this: if I had Mac, Waddle Mac and I Jones, had Smith, my numbers better look like legendary. Mac Jones with who? Who was Mac Jones? I would I would compare to Brett Favre mentality. That's who I think he would be. Brett Favre wasn't always accurate, but he could throw it 90 yards. He he zoomed that ball and he, he hurt when you had to catch it. Kellen Mond would be more like Russell Wilson. I'd rather more have mobile. Russell Wilson than Brett Favre. Or better yet, so. better yet, no, he'd be Aaron, he'd be Aaron Rodgers. Mm. I think he because Aaron Rodgers has a better arm. Rodgers does have an exceptional arm, but so yeah, you don't want to get me and in the Rodgers debate. I got almost in trouble. And I, I, I honestly think Rodgers is a better mobile quarterback than Wilson because Wilson runs himself into sacks a lot. His but all I, line is worse, but yes, he so does yeah, so run into I, a lot of sacks. I, Aaron Rodgers' escapability is way better than Russell Wilson. So yeah, but that's a that's a whole other tangent. But whatever. So no, I respect everybody's opinion on Zach on Zach Wilson. But I, I can't legitimize anything about this guy playing at BYU. Now, that's not to say he won't get into the right situation and turn right into a great NFL quarterback. to land in San Francisco. If I'm a quarterback in this draft, I want to get drafted by San Francisco. If you're a quarterback in this draft, you want to get drafted to a team. If you're not number one, you want to get drafted to a team where you can sit for a year and watch what's going on. San Francisco. They're not trading Garoppolo. That we know of, that they, might be a smoke screen. They are too financially attached to just be like, send it. Because mm. the only financial quarterbacks that have that same per year value as Garoppolo were Stafford, Goff, and Ryan. I'm not trading Garoppolo for any of those because nobody's going to answer that phone call. And be like, this is a serious trade. Click. Because <laughs> that's that's not happening. Garoppolo oh. is tiers lower than. All three of those quarterbacks. He is. <laughs> so much he is. He got so much so, hype yeah. for being Brady backup that that was just. That was I mean, crazy. he had a couple. He had a good year. So, but yeah, oh, that's that's. I think that's enough about Zach. I just I just don't see it. Yeah, I feel Justin Fields is the best quarterback in this draft. But while we're talking about quarterbacks in this league, we can't avoid 
the news any longer. <laughs> Deshaun of the Dead Watson, the man who got in trouble at a massage parlor the same way Robert Kraft did. And yes, I'm bringing that up for everybody because he's a Patriots fan. I don't give him a pass for shit. You know yeah, what he, you did? That was fucked up. He'll, he'll get off. He, he won't get off because he don't have that kind of money. Oh, no. He's got money, but he ain't got craft money. Craft he don't have crap, like, and he don't have crap connections oh. at all. It's like the media already has already gone back to, oh, Robert Kraft's such a great human being. He's this, he's that. I'm like, did you did you just forget they, this? They, it just happened months ago. Yeah, they, 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 I, I, when I said, I said, it's going to get swept on the rug, but Deshaun, what is it up now? 22, 25 now? 22 women have accused him. Two women have come forward. And of course, the judge now saying, y'all need to identify yourself, which technically that is a double edged sword. Because if they come forward, he's done. If they it's, don't, it's, <laughs> it's not even that. I, I think that if he, they set the precedence to where you take away the anonymity am of being able to accuse somebody of this type of heinous crime, that that will prevent women in the future from coming out. Because what if they don't want? everybody to know this business because you know when these type of trials go on they sequester everybody and, and they grill can't, everybody and you can't discuss anything about this case but now if it's made public what if they don't what if there were i mean just let's just say what if it was true and they got they, they feel humiliated by this they don't want everybody to look at them differently because no matter what people say it happens you're going to look at them that person differently because of what happened to them. And I think that can hurt future cases like this. But I also think that with the number being so high, I think it needs to be done. I can see if it was five, six women. But you're talking about you in the 20s? How long has this been going on? Why hasn't nobody said anything before? I, I'm not advocating for him. I'm just saying, stop the public court of opinion, get the facts, and figure out what's going on from there. But it, it's 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 this case is tricky. It's it's not cut and dry like the way we would like it to be because Deshaun Watson's longtime masseuse of two plus years has said he's never done anything wrong. Right. And you that's the thing, you got women on so both sides. You got women on both sides saying, yes, he did. No, he didn't. Yes, he Like, the it's, it's most incriminating issue. issue for me is that Deshaun Watson's defense attorney said Deshaun Watson was crying about hearing that this news came out because he feels he's never done anything wrong to women. But then a couple days later, the defense attorney comes out and says, yeah, Deshaun may have had consensual relations with a couple of these women. And that's what I'm like. I'm like, define consensual, like... I need facts. This isn't need, a gray area topic. I need to know what's going on. It's either yes or no. It's no maybe or might. No, yes or no. It's like, but it's, it's a it's, gray area with using the term consent. It's like, right. it's either you're completely disrespecting these women or these women did do something. Right, because then they're like, well, they felt inclined to. And and that's, that's where I think it's going to be a problem if they're forced to come forward because then all the details of what actually happened will go on. And they'll be like, and I know what the defense attorney is going to do. It's called, he's going to try to use the old, the old, you know, trick. Well, what were you doing? Did you, did, did you touch him like this? Did you do him like that to, you know, victim shame, which I don't, I don't 
get behind at all. It's it's like back when we were in school, the girl would go tell one of the teachers he did this to me, and they'd be like, "Well, look at what you're wearing." It's kind of the same thing. It's like handle the problem. It's like handle the man, don't handle what she's wearing. Like you can right, you discipline the man for what he does. You don't discipline the woman for what she's wearing. But at the same time, moving forward, to be like, hey. Maybe a little bit better. I'm going to discipline him first and foremost to address the source problem. But the, his parents need to raise him better to act right. The thing I need to know is the thing I want to know that will that will sway me one way or the other is to any one of these women go to the team about this or go to somebody his representative about this because if they did and they swept it under the rug, Bill O'Brien needs to be crucified. That's done. He, that, Deshaun need, need to go. But if nobody Nick ever Nair, brought this forward, uh, I didn't even think about this. Like, if McNair, who's already been proven as a horrible racist owner, you add Bill O'Brien's ineptitude as a GM and a coach, and then you add right. if they knew about this on top of it, they need to go down with Deshaun Watson. Exactly, it's just as they, bad as the college programs. Stuff comes forward, like Les Miles getting absolutely burned about what happened to LSU. That needs By to. That's my trigger. Yeah. That's my trigger. Yeah. I hate that dude. Yeah, Petrino and everything that happened at Penn State. Then you had Larry Nassar at Michigan State with our U.S. women's gymnastics team. And there's a lot of shady shit going around. A lot of, not a lot of women are being respected the way that they should be. And I, I for one believe that women need to get better treated, period. Like these athletes aren't entitled to shit. A woman's body is a woman's body. End of the line. She says no. I don't care who the fuck you are. You're done. That's it. Move on with your life. Yeah. Like, so, like I said, it's a double A's, It's a double edged sword. But it's it's just I have it's too many questions on both sides for me to make any judgment about him. But I will say, if he's true, he, it's done. He need he need to be put away for a minute. That's just it. But if it's but if it's come out of his faith. Those women also have to face some consequences as well. You can't just athlete shame just because he's popular. It's been a couple of athletes that they got the rape charge put on them. They went to jail, and it come out the woman lied. You can't get those years of your life back. It's gone. That 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 athlete's done. There's nothing he can do, even though he got a you know. Hey, we're sorry, dude. I've been away for three years. You took away three prime years of my life. Yeah, because I feel like Roethlisberger should have been absolutely like destroyed for what he did, but everyone swept that under the rug. Twice. So that, Twice. That was another sign the league has never really gotten. Goodell has been a sterner about things, but he's been so yeah. all over the board with how he handles certain cases. It's kind of hard to say that the league has done what is right. I feel like the NBA is one of the few leagues where it's actually – made a solid stance, committed to it, and carried and followed through with it. Right. They may not always agree with it, but they've at least been consistent enough to be like, look, they've been they've been calling this all day. Like this is this is par for the course. With the conversation shifting to a much lighter topic pertaining to the NBA. Would you like to get started on your top five NBA jerseys? Personal opinion. My personal opinion, sure, we can do that. Did you remember your printouts this week? Or are you still just like 
in the dark age. I am in the dark ages. I am. You will have to use your imagination. You are so lame at times. Oh my god. Was it because god. of my SpongeBob reference right there? I feel like it's a timeless classic right there. I just brought just up for you guys. SpongeBob's trash. I said it. I said it. I don't care about none of y'all millennials. The Krusty Krab pizza is not the pizza for you. You do realize these fuckers was eating fish, right? <laughs> they look, everyone. Okay, look. If, too, if that's except what you for wanna... Sandy. Sandy went accountable. <laughs> look. If you're really going to take apart them being cannibals, why are you not going to pick apart like where they have fire underwater? Hey, a lot of things about this show don't make sense. It's like, just, how can a crab human. have a whale as a daughter? That could be a sugar baby. You don't know. No, 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 no. Hey, daddy, I need yeah. some money, and then nothing's ever explained? Okay, yeah. That's you seem to know a lot. a lot about this show, considering you could call it trash. I have girls. I have two girls in my house, of course. Oh, and you're going to blame them for you watching along with them? Okay. Kaylee, okay. did you used to watch Plain Bob all the time? Did you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I'm with did her. You? I am with her. I will still watch SpongeBob happily. So no, I have. I sometimes have no choice. So whatever. You still watch it, Joy? Continue. I'm not going to watch SpongeBob. Leave me alone. <laughs> Go ahead. All right, my number five. 76ers. The AI edition. The only NBA jersey that I own. Allen Iverson, that exact one. I mean, that is so. It's just clean. The 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 highlights of red with the with the boldness of the letters. That's that's just clean. I also forget that him and Kobe entered the league in the same year, and that Iverson was taken higher. Oh uh, yeah, AI <sighs> hey, was number one, homeboy. Yeah, because for many reasons, he revolutionized the game. He transcended so many things. They did a special on him and. He that sent dude Jordan was... to retirement. <laughs> that crossover will forever live in my memory because he crossed Jordan up and Jordan fell. That was it. <laughs> I'm like, yep. He didn't Retire. fall, but he was like, oh, he, was like nah, he, he was like that close. He was, he was, yeah. You it was still a great crossover. It's a crossover that will forever live on as the best in the league. Period. It's 10 times faster than my crossover. My crossover has the same effect on people. You still fall. It's just slow. I can't cross nobody. I, just, I hope I get it. Right. Now, number four. Booyah, Toronto Raptors. That's on my list. 90, 95 to 99. This exact jersey. I had the Damon Stoudemire one. That's right. I'm so surprised it's not Vince Carter, but I'm not going to give you any flack for Stoudemire. No, no, no. I've had this I was, talk. I was a guard. I wasn't a forward. I was, no. Carter was a guard? Oh, he started as a forward, moved to guard. Okay, yeah. Thank By you. By the time man. I was around, he was a guard. Yeah, when he started, he was a forward. It was him, his cousin, and uh, Stoudemire. So, yeah, it was great. All right. My number three. 89 through 98, Orlando Magic. Uh, about everybody him. forgets Shaq was on the Magic. Dude, Shaq went to the, the finals his first year with Penny, and they got swept. But <laughs> <laughs> he, he was beasting everybody. So, yeah. Because prime Shaq was that dude. He was. Couldn't that? That's. Couldn't nobody stop that dude. Like, you could probably course, resurrect a couple Hall of Famers and they still would have had trouble with Shaq in his prime. Bill Russell wouldn't. Ah, here we go. I okay. said Let's it. Keep going. I said it. And of course, we already know my top two. Number two, 
Atlanta Hawks. I think I had five jerseys before they all got just they all got lost on my move to California. I know I had a Rivers, I had a Wilkins, I had a Webb, I had a Reggie Theus, and I had a Moses Malone. <laughs> I forgot he played for y'all. Yes, sir. Right and at I the met tail Cliff end. Levinson. And I met Cliff Levinson in person. He used to go to the uh, gym I used to go to and shoot ball. He had his camp up there. Cool dude. Oh, yeah, very. And my number one overall, Chicago Bulls pinstripes. Everyone's a sucker for pinstripes on – on our panel, we all love. I'm pinstripes. saying, you see, I had what three of them. Yeah, <laughs> you got the best version of the pinstripes right behind you directly. Of course. Although I wish they would be doing better in baseball currently, because we're in hey. the second right now. That's fine. We're second in Boston. Count. It don't matter. It's second season. It's like hey, you know what? season, but yeah. Let's let's get to the second season. Let Boston win the division, and we just embarrass them in the playoffs. I don't even care. No, that's we're not my like dream. Boston win anything. Period. I'd rather them like, hey, you can be regular season champs all day long. We'll be World Series champs. All right, go ahead with your list. Go. We literally agreed on two of my lists. My number okay. five is your number one. The black bowl <gasps> pinstripes. Those are nice. Because I just think of Jordan in that and just, that's it. Yeah. Just, just a done deal. Uh, my number four is a current one that the league does. It does for their uh, Spanish heritage jerseys. The L.A. Clippers, the black unis. Uh, Those, yeah. That lettering and that solid blacks. Oof. Los Clippers. Those are those are nice. I love those jerseys. I don't really like the team, but cool unis. Yeah. At number three, the 90s Timberwolves, black with green trim. KG. Oh, the KG. The KGs. Though, with the actual wolf That's on what it. it was. With the, yeah. the timber right behind him, all the trees. And yeah. Stuff. That was nice. My number two. Was I think your number four? The Raptors, the old that's right purples with the actual dinosaur on it. Give me dinosaur my dinosaur playing it. First of all, dinosaur playing the basketball. We need more caricatures like that. <laughs> I do. mean, why not? I mean, like when the Pistons had their actual like flaming horse playing basketball, that was cool, right? Because that was late nineties Pistons. Um, my number one, it was included on like overall list on a podcast that did not get aired because I messed up tech-wise. Miami Heat, alt-black with the pink and blue trim. It was uh, announced as part of their Spanish heritage. I don't know why, but I can't get enough of those style of jerseys, like when the NBA like pays that. homage to like a certain culture that has helped you know, the game out in big cities like that. So I, I really like those uniforms. I really fuck with them. I think they're... Uh, very, very special. And some you got point, any? I, uh, I don't like them, but it's all you. You got any um, alternates? Uh, soft spot in my heart for a Seattle Supersonics jersey, a la Sean Kemp, Ray Allen. I, I got one. It's the new Atlanta Hawks MLK jer uh, jerseys. I love those. Do you black, have a photo of those? The black with the gold. And it's got MLK big block letters. Hold on. How many photos you got hiding over there? I, I got this on my phone. I left some stuff at work because you're not glad to do some some kind of work today. Just yeah. a little bit. Yeah, not enough to bury you, but enough to keep you busy. Mm. While you dig through, is there anything else that you feel that we should just address on this current episode? Yeah, stop disrespecting Justin Fields, you bums. 
<laughs> you know he's going to keep getting disrespected and he's going to end up like falling to like New England or something ridiculous. There you go. Oh, those are nice. Bro, that's clean. Those those are nice. And you can't really tell, but it's it's gold and white trim. I was going to say it comes through as a lot of red, but No, nah, it's gold, white and gold on the sleeves and the neck and then the the MLK is white and it's outlined in gold. I mean, I I love those. I love clean. those. Those are clean. Absolutely respect that. Um, I don't have anything really pertinent to talk about. Let's see. Major sporting news. We had our first male Japanese-born golf player win the Masters. That's that's oh that's great. Not a sport. Golf is a sport. It is not a sport. Okay. John Daly says otherwise. John Daly does whatever the <laughs> fuck John Daly wants to do. Okay, that is a weird individual. Okay, let's let's okay, let's do this on a tangent. Okay. Basketball, football, soccer, baseball, golf. Golf okay? is easily the laziest. Which of these five sports can you eat a cheeseburger and smoke a cigar while you're doing it? Baseball. If you're a bench player. Did you not remember no, Babe Ruth, I baby? Said, Babe Ruth. I said <laughs> while you're playing it. Because John Daly, while he was walking from hole to hole, was eating cheeseburgers. And I still remember because I thought it was the funniest thing I ever saw. Well, he had a cigarette you in his mouth. Between innings. Nah, he had a cigarette in his mouth during his swing on the back nine. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, boop. <sighs> I was like, really? That's what we're going to do? It's also That's a NASCAR. Daly. NASCAR is not a sport either. I don't no, care who not. I think with that one. No, NASCAR is not a sport. There's zero argument for this. Like, well, the hand-eye coordination. Yeah, it's the same to drive really? a car. You're I, just driving I really fast. And we, like, we well, sometimes a, they pee and poo themselves. That's why I, like I that's do that sometimes too. I do that sometimes too. When I don't want people around me. I'm just Look, not going to talk. You see that? that one. Hold on. That's a NASCAR track. It's a circle. That's also an interstate we have left here. Turn. It's also a, a interstate here we call 285. It does the exact same thing. You can never get lost on 285 because if you keep driving, you'll come back to where you started. So, yes, it, when I want NASCAR, I get on 285. <laughs> I'm saying it's not a sport. <sighs> With that, Grony Geeks, be sure to check out Gag Sports Network on Facebook, Grony Geeks by itself on Facebook, anchor.fm slash Grony Geeks for the audio-only content. Check out your QR codes to follow the pages to YouTube and to Facebook. For that, this has been Brett, Deshaun of the Dead, Tony. Thank you for checking out our podcast. Hello. Thank you for listening to Grone Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube, both under Grone Geeks.